to Strolling Out with the Salt. I'm Dee, and I have a special guest in the building tonight. It is Brianna. Hi. And she's here for another special episode of Showing Out with the Salt. We are so excited to be with you all. And hopefully, <laughs> you all get a great discussion out of us tonight. Yes, we hope so. We hope so. <laughs> yes, we do hope so. Because it's a serious discussion. So mm-hmm. we hope we want you to put your listening ears really close. And we hope that we are a help and a hope and an encouragement to you all tonight. Yes. But... On this podcast, we are going to be talking about how to deal with death, mm-hmm. grief, and sorrow. Yes. Uh, personally, I have experienced a lot of death around me, and I've had to process that. I'm the kind of person I am. I um, I think with anybody, death is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, sorrow is hard, and grief is hard, but... Uh, it's, it's getting on the other side of it mm-hmm. that's hard for me. Yeah. So, what about you, Brianna? Um, I really, up until I was, like, in college, I had never experienced anybody dying before. Um, I had, like, I think, like, around my junior and senior year, I had, like, my first, like, friend, like, <coughs> someone I was friends with in high school mm-hmm. had passed away, and mm-hmm. it was, like, very shocking, um, but I've had, like, unfortunately like six people I graduated with like one graduated year before me like already passed away Mm -hmm. um and then I've had like my cousin passed away my senior year of college so those were like all my first interactions with it and I think there's like a lot of confusion that comes with it sometimes depending on the situation there can be a lot of anger Mm -hmm. too that comes with it too yeah um I think that was more more with my cousin. There is a lot more anger for mm-hmm. me to let go of uh, than more. The grief part was there too. Um, mm-hmm. But I think just like the situation, like what it was, was more anger. And then recently, my grandpa, he passed away um, mm-hmm. in February. And that one, it was um, a lot of, like, it was sad, but also I had peace with it just because talking to both of my grandparents and just like anytime they go into the hospital they would always like you know we're in our 80s you know so it's not like not that you expect it you don't want them to pass away but just knowing like a lot of stuff going on with them with their health with their life and everything and knowing like heaven is a real thing and that they're there and they're whole that kind of gives me like peace with with my grandpa knowing like he's not having to deal with any of the stuff that Mm-hmm. He was dealing with when he was like here on earth. Right. So that gives me peace like with his situation. Right. Um also which I mean, tell your own story, but for your grandparents I feel like maybe you had um peace about it because it was like it wasn't unexpected. Yeah. It was a lot of there was time. Yeah, there's a lot of things. By, whereas your cousin, that was that was yes, unexpected. Yes, that was unexpected. You so, want to speak about what happened with that? Yeah, so uh, my cousin, who is a year and a half older than me, I grew up with him. Um, he's like my brother. Um, my I have a little brother now, but I didn't have a brother uh, for six years of my life. So that was my brother. Um, we were close, like, as, like, young like kids and teenagers and honestly like you know you get older and like he had like his own life and everything but we still like got together for holidays and things like that um but I think it was my the end of my first semester of my senior year um I had found out 
that someone was shot at a local restaurant. Um, my friends were like texting me about it and I was like, oh, like that's horrible. And I was like, I wonder what happened. And like, my thing is, is when there's like something serious, I always try to like make a joke to make light of it. And I was like, oh, maybe someone didn't like their order, you know, and they got mad, you know, trying to like make it light because it was like close to where a lot of us lived at. Um, and then I think it was like two days later, I found out that was my cousin, that he was the one that was shot. Um, and it was the way that we found out was very traumatic. Um, nobody told us or our family. Um, my mom had a friend that was watching the news. It was announced on the news first before any of us were contacted. Um, so my mom's friend actually like called her and they got together and He's the one that told her, like, is this your nephew? I recognize the name. So then, unfortunately, my mom was the one that had to come tell the rest of us that this happened. While it had been, um, I think it had been almost two days. It happened on, like, a Friday or a Saturday. And my mom told me the Sunday after church um, that that had happened. Mm. And I remember, like, I have family members in my family that are, you know, not on the right path with their life. And they're in a lot of kind of shady thing so when she first told me like you know you heard about that person that was shot I was thinking of a different family member okay and while like I was shocked I was thinking oh no like it's you know so and so or whatever when she told me it was my cousin Charlie that's when I just like shut down because I was like no you know he's my age he has a son you know he I didn't know that yeah he has a son um and it's just like you know a lot of like confusion over why this happened and how someone could do this to him because it's not like it wasn't an accident it was planned you know four people were involved he was shot multiple times Ooh. it was a lot so there was a lot of anger um that came with that just because you know i think it's one thing to have someone that you know that's like maybe older or sick or something like you kind of think like you know this is going to happen when it's someone that you're very close to that's your age and it's something that other people made the choice to um, in their life, basically. You know, there's different things that were said, like, oh, like, they, it was just supposed to be a robbery, but when you intentionally shoot at somebody four times that's unarmed, that's not a robbery. No, it's, um, it's, uh, it's premeditated. Yes, exactly. But that's not how, because, you know, there were drugs involved. You know, he wasn't doing what he should have been doing, and that I don't think that makes it right for someone to yeah. kill you, obviously. Um, but you know, there's a lot of people trying to like justify the reason that it happened or, you know, so-and-so deserved that or thing. Yeah. Different things like that. So a lot of anger came with that. It also came with not being told, like finding out through the news, which isn't legal for, Hmm. um, anyone to do anywhere. It's not just, you know, our County or anything that's overall everywhere. You have to let, um, immediate family know. And Uh that wasn't the case either. And then my family was trying to figure out, like, what happened. Like, we want, we need answers. Because, you know, going off the news, it's just, like, drug deal gone wrong or whatever. But it's just, like, this is our family member, though. We want to know, like, what happened. And so my mom and my grandparents were trying to figure out things. And they weren't treated well by, like, the county's office who told them, like, basically get out or we'll put you all in jail when, you know, we're just trying to figure out, like, what happened. And also and then, where my is cousin it, is. Is it because... 
not and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to justify anything mm-hmm. they were doing, but do you think possibly because I've watched a lot of true crime stuff mm-hmm. or in a lot of uh, court shows and these because it because it was was an investigation did they they want to say too much I don't know if it was or that. what happened because I know a lot of times on those things I listen to and what mm-hmm. I've read they don't give out too many details because if they don't have the whole pie mm-hmm. they don't want to give out something and then like arrest someone falsely for something they didn't do yeah or whatever it is and I don't know the whole I, I remember hearing seeing that on the news mm-hmm. about your cousin being shot but they didn't give out too many details. They just said yeah. what had happened initially. They didn't yeah. give out details of what really went down and stuff. Yeah. And I think my whole thought was because most of the time they're trying to still, they don't have everything figured out to say much. Yeah. I don't know if it was that just because we were just trying to figure out like, one, like, where's he at? Because yeah. the ambulance did come. He was alive, like, when they took him away. But oh. he died on the way to the hospital. Oh, gosh. Um, so where is he? Mm-hmm. You know, why weren't we contacted? Things, mm-hmm. just, like, basic things. Like, obviously, like, they're trying to find who did it. My mom did go to the restaurant and was talking to the person that went there. You know, she's getting a different story, like, of who was in the car. You know, the lady said it was two white people. But then the police got four black people. So, you know, it was totally, you know, we're just... Not even, like, just the story. We just want to know, like, where's my cousin and why weren't we told or whatever. And so, what, um, did they, is it still open investigation? They found um, out? I think they did find all the people that were involved. Two of the girls that were involved, they're not being tried at all, even though mm-hmm. that they were involved in it. Because um, mm-hmm. they, like, did some plea deal or something. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was, information or yeah, something. even though they were a part of it. I uh, think, uh, yeah, and that's, that's a hard thing to gamble. Sometimes, from what I listen to, mm-hmm. that happens a lot because people won't talk unless you give them a good enough deal to yeah. talk. And so you're like, if you give me this, I'll make sure you just get like probation. Just yeah. tell me yeah. what happened. We're trying to close Cause neither this. one of those, neither one of the girls involved, neither one of them even like, they never even went to jail. They got to go home, mm. you know? And then the way that the news was represented was like, Oh, like this, one of the girls, um, that has like connections in our community, the news, paper poor like you know her son like is so happy that she's home for christmas hmm. and all stuff because this all happened a week before my birthday yeah and my birthday, it was in december my birthday is exactly a week before christmas so you know and my cousin's girlfriend was like you know my son would like his his dad to come home too Oof. so the way that it was portrayed like oh it's so good that you know she gets to be home or whatever um Yikes. the other two people for some reason they couldn't prove that it was premeditated is what the prosecutor told us who wasn't you know the nicest to my family either um so one of them was charged with like a drug charge because they were in possession of marijuana and then the other one was charged with manslaughter the actual shooter which manslaughter if you all don't know is killing someone on accident like there's vehicular manslaughter if you actually hit somebody it was there's un- unintentional yes the actions behind it were unpremeditated, unpremeditated. It, was, it wasn't planned yes. for that to happen yes and they were you know my cousin was known for like he always he didn't but if that's the case and you get one bullet not not Batman. four yeah. yes so that's the other thing that a lot of that anger came from is that you know people are going you know some people are like they don't feel like the it's not right or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sentencing. I think it's like 
maybe between like 20 and 30 years. That's a long time, but honestly, for what you did, I'd, I personally don't think that it is. Yeah. Um. So that's where, you know, a lot of that comes from. A lot of that anger, just because I feel like, like my family wasn't treated right. Um, it was my aunt's only child. So oh, there was just man. a lot, you know. And How do you, did y'all get to the other side of it? And I know it's, it's a constant yeah. thing. It's a constant thing. Just because, like, um, like I said, when I was a teenager, I was, like, me and my cousin were, like, close. But then, you know, when he turned 18, you know, he had a family and his friends and things and like separate that. separate life. Yeah, so we weren't very close except we would get together for the holidays so, like, my thing that I was so distraught about was, like, is he in heaven? Mm. I don't know. Because that was never something that, never that we You're talked right. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get, get to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, we didn't talk about, like, things like that. But I remember the last time I saw him was um, Thanksgiving. And he was telling me, like, how proud he is of me for, like, going to school and, like, asking, like, questions about school and everything like that. And I told him, like, I'm proud of, you know, I told him I'm proud of you, too, because I know... He's been, like, taking care of his son and, you know, being a welder and things like that. And I know my sister was talking to him, and she said, like, he was talking to her more about, like, I think, like, he could talk to her about, like, kind of stuff he was into that he wasn't too proud of or whatever. And he said, like, I feel like it's, he's like, I know it's not right. So he had that on the inside of his spirit. So he could hear from God, like, this isn't right. You need to stop doing this and things like that. So I did ask my mom. I was like, you know, um... Like, was, I didn't know a lot about, like, my family before, because, like, I'm the only one in my family that really goes to church right now, um, but I was, like, I, that's the one thing that I'm so upset about, because I'm, like, I don't know if Charlie's in heaven. She's, like, well, you know, our aunt raised him, like, Catholic. He did all that stuff all throughout school and everything, so that gave me peace, because I was, like, I know. There was a sense there of was, knowing God. Yes, that's why he could hear from God whenever he did, was mm-hmm. because he did make that decision I when he was younger. I tell people, be involved with people and activities and decisions that breed life, not yeah. those things that breed death. Exactly. Because those, you're going to pay for mm-hmm. whatever you're putting out either positive and negative and yeah. some people they like to debate me on like oh, it's not a big deal but look you know a young guy lost his life and yeah no longer here on the earth because of a decision he made yeah. or being around the wrong kind of people and exactly and even sad. like sometimes those people can even be your family because i know like his other side of the family like that's kind of what they did and you know like if that's all you're around that's all you um, know. That's, that's all that you know. Like you live and grow up around it. I get it. I mean, yeah. I, no judgment here. I'm not judging anybody. No. Because, you know, by the grace of God, we were raised one way and, you know. Yeah. My parents didn't be allowed, allow me to be around that kind of stuff. But as I got older, I was exposed to stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, I had every decision and yeah. opportunity to do that. I just didn't want to do that. Yeah. So that's, like, kind of what helped with, like, at least know, like, the peace, like, I will get to see him again. Because mm-hmm. that was my thing. I had, like, so much regret. Like, I should have said this or I should have said that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, like, knowing, like, he's in heaven. Like, that it's, gave you peace. Yeah, that gave me the peace that I need is that he yeah. is in heaven and that I will see him again. 
I think a lot of the time with, like, the anger, like, that's just time. Mm-hmm. It's going to take time. And there's been times, like... And forgiveness. Yeah, right? forgiveness, too. Just because, you know, I was thinking, like, you know, I hope they rot. I hope people do this, this, and that to them in jail. All that stuff you see in, like, movies. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I hope somebody yeah. with the toothbrush gets you. <laughs> like, So yeah. I was, you know, very angry. There were, like, different times that, like, I would you know be really upset I'd be like screaming or something I'd just black out I wouldn't remember what's going on my mom my sister would have to like come in and like help me and things like that um yeah but I think the main thing that helps is just like just talking to God about it that's one thing so I think a lot of times especially as Christians like we are like oh well I'm so glad they're in heaven though but like there's no there's nothing wrong with being upset. Yeah. You know, God wants us to talk those things. He already knows what we're thinking anyway. So you yeah. might as well say it out loud. And that, there's such a healing process that comes with crying, that comes with talking. Yeah. And, you know, those are the reasons why God tells us, like, to bring things to him and talk to him about it. So I was, uh, I remember, like, one moment. It was a time I was at church and we were having, like, a either a prayer service or, like, a worship night or something. And I was still, like, really upset and I remember God telling me it's okay to miss your cousin there's yeah. nothing wrong with it because I think at the time I was thinking like I need to be like I I know he's in heaven so I just should just be like oh like you know like I'm okay like whatever mm-hmm. you know what I mean but I wasn't okay though but I felt like I needed to like act like I was fine because I felt like that's like what was expected or whatever but I know that it I know that it wasn't that was just like all in my head but God told me, there's nothing wrong with missing somebody, but you need to give me the sorrow of it. Because yeah. that is what is going to hurt you yeah. and harm you in the long run. So I made that decision that night. Like, you know, I felt like, oh, it's it's okay for me to miss him. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but it's just like all of the extra stuff that comes with that sometimes, like the anger mm-hmm. or the grief or whatever. That's what you have to give to God. That's what you have to talk to him about, talk to someone you're very close to about. Process it. Yeah, to process it because yeah, I think sometimes like it's like, you know, we're just not gonna talk about it and then we'll be fine. Yeah. And just repress it. And that no, never that's not good. that never does anything besides no. it just weighs on you till it, it comes back later. Yeah, it'll it's, eventually it weighs blow on up you. on you. I will say, you know, we have we have a bunch of different listeners for our podcast and a bunch of people who check out our website and stuff. And Brianna, she's talking about the perspective you know, cause, because she's a believer and I'm a believer, that's kind of how we process mm-hmm. stuff. But, you know, yeah. if you don't have that connection, I mean, I always encourage to, to establish that connection because I feel like you can get help, you can find peace, you can mm-hmm. get to the other side with that. But if you don't, you know, talk to somebody you trust. Yeah. Talk it out. Don't hold it in. Mm-hmm. Get some help. Yeah. Or if you are connected, if you are a believer, talk to your pastor, talk to a spiritual leader. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have that, talk to a therapist, talk to somebody you trust. Yeah. Do, like, don't... Just don't keep it to yourself. Self. Don't don't become a, a hermit crab. Yeah. And hide away from it because it's still going to be there. Yeah. Um, and also don't become obsessed with it either. I think yes. that's what some of my family members, too, would, like always constantly like on facebook looking at like you know the people involved like their facebooks yeah. and like trying to be on the news that's trying not to, healthy and that's not healthy either so it can go both ways you can either ignore it or you can become obsessed with it yeah but, it's you not know. healthy i know for me i've been around death too much mm-hmm. it's like way too much for 
one person had to go through. And some of some of the deaths that happened, it's been people that I've known that's happened to, but it affects me so like like these people I see every day mm-hmm. or connected to. So I know for me, like it started early on. My grandmother, um, she was she was my grandmother. We weren't we were close, but we weren't. But you know that was it was sad to see her go because of how that's all the effect it did on my family. Mm-hmm. And then in eighth grade, that hurt really bad. And kind of like Brianna's story, your story, mm-hmm. when you said like, you know, you knew someone down in the news, but you didn't know it was your cousin. Yeah, I know eighth grade. I had a a, a, a school friend that. I actually saw on Sunday, and then Monday, Tuesday, I was sick, and Wednesday, I came to school, all from being sick, and mm-hmm. I, I was walking up the stairs up to my classroom, and I remember saying, why is everybody acting weird today? Did somebody die? Mm-hmm. And then, sure enough, uh, our friend Chandler died oh, in eighth grade, yeah. and I don't want to say, I mean, you know, they found him... They they think it was self perpetrated. I'll say that, mm-hmm. but that's all I know. I don't know all the details, nor am mm-hmm. I trying to say like it, that's what happened. There was a lot of different theories. It was just very a sad and hurtful time because of somebody you know being in eighth grade, someone your age dying that way and not really understanding. And your people were like, you know, he's so happy, which he was. He was like the class clown. He's so mm-hmm. funny. So Those remember that. Those are the people that cover up the most, though. Yeah, and I don't. They're going and the weird thing is, I at that time mental health like it is it wasn't on the forefront like it is now no it wasn't and so i didn't even understand what that even meant or why would someone do that and mm-hmm. there was a lot of different theories of what happened to this day i don't know at all hopefully no one gets upset with me saying this they they may I, I'm, not, I'm trying to get the story wrong i just don't know mm-hmm. i just know that the way they found which is sad and i remember because i was like the um the they knew I was a person who went to church therefore I, I had they knew I had some kind of connection with God or Jesus I had a lot of questions and I didn't mm-hmm. have any answers because I was like I don't know why he died I didn't I don't know the answer I just know this is really sad so mm-hmm. I just had to be more like a, my thing was being more of a comfort to everybody but then I know I called my dad I think my dad was off work my mom was working so my dad came and got me my grandma she was at home and I just cried to them and I stayed in my room all day mm-hmm. because I didn't know how to process it and then over the years I said other people died it was really sad and people I went to high school with and I was telling Brianna and I saw my friend Jonathan earlier you know I've had people I went to high school with who were found dead in alleys and trash cans and you know young people who didn't they're not on this earth today who mm-hmm. didn't even finish their life and um I've had uh, recently an uncle who's died and he died in a tragic way they, they found him in his um his truck his he was a semi truck he died. He had a heart attack by himself in his truck, mm-hmm. and you know that was just a horrible scene. And mm-hmm. that was the first time I heard my grandpa cry. You know, yeah. you know, it's just hard to hear that. And then, you know, I've, there's a lot of people in my church who have died, and just not in tragic ways, but just you know, hard to believe they're gone ways. Yeah. Like, and especially you know when you grow up in a church, they're about miracles and prayer, and then mm-hmm. things don't go. You don't know the answers and. I don't know what happened. I don't have the answer what happened. I just know that I know the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to make this like a whole God thing. But that's mm-hmm. what gives me peace. And I remember somebody reading. Like they read John 10.10. 10, which is like a refrigerator scripture they say. But they read it in a, in a different way. Which I never thought about it. 
this way. It's, it's, it's a scripture that says, like, um, the devil, or it says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. And then the end of it says, because it's God talking, mm-hmm. it says, but I come to bring life and life more abundantly. And the God was explaining, you know, the devil comes to steal your best life, to kill you, and destroy you. And what I hate about when someone dies the most is that you get a lot of people, and I, I take it as, like, I don't know. And I'm not trying to down anybody. That may give them comfort to saying, like, well, we don't know God's will. And I just they give God credit for the death. Yeah. Like, God did it. Yeah. And they forget that there's a devil on this earth. Exactly. That's what God told me, too, when my cousin passed away. He said... People were used with the enemies who took him out. Yeah. So it's the devil. That is his whole purpose. And also, people don't understand. I don't, and I try to tell people this all the time. You have, if you open the door for the devil to operate, Mm -hmm. for bad things to happen, yeah, they're gone. They can happen. Yeah. And that's where that scripture applies. Now, people who die sick and die in things that were out of control, Mm -hmm. like maybe a a tragic accident or something, I don't have the answer for that. And I don't blame God for that either. Yeah. Because, you know, we we have a a Bible that speaks how much God gives life. Yeah. And people like to say, well, God did this in the Old Testament. They talk Mm -hmm. about how much in the Old Testament. But yeah, Yeah. realize when you bring something to the New Testament, that's not... God was doing that because of other stuff. You have to really, really read... And break down your Bible in the Old Testament. But the New Testament, it's all about life. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the life we're living now is the New Testament life. Yeah. So, I don't give God credit for stuff like that. I don't know why they died. I don't know their relationship. I don't know the conversation they had. Yeah. That's not for me to judge. But I'm just not going to give God... You know things that he was trying to talk to them about, about. And things like that that maybe they didn't, you know. And then sometimes, never know. sometimes people are so sick. They make the decision to be like that God they're that they're ready. They yeah. made peace with them being ready, and again, that's not God. That's mm-hmm. them making the choice. Yeah. That's kind of like what happened with my grandpa because he had, diff- you know, a couple of years he's had like some like minor like mid minor like mm-hmm. strokes, but um, this past year, like this past fall, he had a really serious one. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like pretty bad to the point like he was they called him a miracle man because like when they drew the picture like over half his brain had lost oxygen so they're saying like you know if we do the surgery like he's probably not even gonna live because he's you know 83 84 years old yeah um so they're basically giving us like all like this is what's going on it's not Mm -hmm. looking good or whatever so I was, you know, they basically told me, like, your grandpa's probably going to die. Oh, man. Um, so that was really hard for us just because, you know, like, that's not the way that you want anyone to go, especially, like, my grandpa's, like, the greatest, like, man I've ever met in my life. Um, he was a dad to me and my siblings. You know, he always took care of our family all the time. He was always there for, like, everyone in our family, even people that weren't even related to him. Um, he's just a good guy. Yeah, he's just a good guy. He, like, kids in the neighborhood that didn't have dads, like, him and my grandma would take them to, like, play at the park, like, you know, so they were with other adults and had, like, a male figure in their life. Right. So, it was, like, really hard, because you're like, I don't want anything like this to happen to my grandpa. Um, so he actually, like, they went to do the surgery and whatever, um, it's like a 
whatever, I don't know what the name of the drug is, but it's basically you can give it to someone they're having a stroke mm -hmm. um, because it will break apart, like, the blood clots, but also because he was already, like, very elderly. They weren't sure if it was going to cause him to, like, bleed internally by making his blood thinner. Um, so when they went in to, like, uh, remove the clots in his brain, they were already gone. So they didn't have to do the surgery. So then, you know, he's, like, in rehab facility and different things like that. And first they were... It was, like, the right side of his body. He couldn't move mm -hmm. um, or, like, was paralyzed on or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, by the... We were there for probably, like, four or five hours. By then, the time that we were leaving, like, he might not have been able to say anything or whatever. But whenever me and my sisters were leaving, uh, she was saying, like, we'll be back tomorrow, Grandpa. I love you. And he said, okay. And that was the first time that he had talked. And they were, like, shocked because they didn't think he'd be able to talk. Or move or anything. So, um, but unfortunately, just because of how, like, serious it was, like, he couldn't, he used to take a walk every day, like, every morning. Um, but he couldn't, like, get up and walk. Like, he had to be in a wheelchair and things like that. So, he did have to be in, like, a, like, a care home. Yeah. Um, towards the end. I know he mm -hmm. did not like that because he did not. If Very my grandpa, he did not, didn't like people doing stuff for him. Very independent, yeah. Wanted to be in his own home, in his own bed, things like that. Um. Right. So that's why, you know, it was, it was just hard to see him in that kind of yeah, state. Yeah, it was hard to see him in that kind of state. I guess state. you were saying, like, did he say some, like, last words to y'all? Like, he was, Yes, he that's peace. where I was going with yeah. it, is because I remember um, he was back in the hospital because he had gotten pneumonia from someone at the care facility that he had, mm -hmm. that he was at. That's a dangerous thing. Yes, and especially, like, when you're, older and you're you know a little bit weaker and things mm -hmm. like that it is hard for your body to fight off but I remember my mom was because my mom was really upset that he said this but he told my mom like she was time and he said you know I don't think I want to do this anymore mm -hmm. my mom's like what do you mean dad and he said living I just don't want to do this anymore so like I mean within like two weeks he went into palliative care and then within a week he passed away so he had kind of made that decision, He's, you know, that I, you know, I don't want to suffer anymore. It's hard. It's I hard. know, we know other people who, who've got to that point and kind of made that decision. Yeah. People had to say their final goodbyes and then they, yeah. they just waited. He it's had kinda, a lot of, like, memory issues, too. Ugh, yeah. Um, so, you know, some You know, people, the Bible talks about to die is to gain. Yeah. And even though we're going to miss them here on this earth, they gain so much more. They're, yeah. they're no longer in pain, no they're longer whole. suffering. They're whole again. Yeah. And They're uh, more themselves than they were when they were on yeah. the planet. And it's sad. And I, I guess in closing, you know, we've said a lot of sad things. Yeah. And uh, talked about, I don't want to leave you all there. I do want to encourage you all, like, you know, just be encouraged that, you're not in this alone mm -hmm. and you it's sad yeah and i get and i and i have a hard time myself when i when like why do good people die yeah. and there's all these people on this earth who i sometimes i'm just being honest here who i feel like they shouldn't be on this earth these yeah. other people should like not die like this they should it's just hard and I, I can't get in that mindset i have to like correct myself and be mm -hmm. like you know god give me peace about it let me move forward mm -hmm. and then like i said those of you who you know you don't have a relationship with god i mean i encourage you to do that but if you don't just you know Talk to somebody. Yeah, healing is possible in every situation. It is. It is possible. I know sometimes it feels like, like, 
this is never going to end. This is always going to be like this. It's always going to be horrible. But that's not true, though. There's always healing in every situation that's mm-hmm. possible. Because, um, I mean, people are survivors. Like, we can really get through on the other side. It's just making sure that you're reaching out to the resources that are available. Yeah, to you making you. an effort to yeah. get better and getting past that and not being stuck in the past. And it's not about forgetting the person, but mm-hmm. it is about like moving forward and always remembering them with the good times. Yeah. And that knowing that they wouldn't want your life to be stuck. Yeah. Because of them, because they're living their best life. Yeah. You know, they're. And they I, want you to live their, your best life. And yeah. So it's, you know, to get through grief and sorrow, be encouraged, have hope love and enjoy the life that you have and yeah, enjoy the people that are here are on this here earth because i think that's something that like we were really hoping would happen with like our different family members passing is that we would be more together but i think since then like we haven't really like done holidays or you know because mm. a lot of those are like kind of upsetting times like thanksgiving was last time we saw my cousin and then we buried him like a week before christmas so you know I feel like don't let that happen. Don't let celebrate their life and honor them because they they can see and they don't want you to stop your life yeah. or be stuck in like your grief or sorrow because they're rejoicing that you know. Yeah. You don't gotta deal with all the stuff that we have to deal with here. Yeah. So you enjoy. know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and so enjoy the the life you have enjoy yeah. the life you're living enjoy those around the you around um you. take a hold of those precious moments now uh life goes by quick yeah and it does. people die unexpectedly things happen unexpectedly and you don't want the real moment where you feel like you didn't make the time to mm-hmm. settle those things and yeah it's not so worth I think a it. lot with grief too that comes with it is regret yes. is what a lot of people have is like i should have done this differently i should have told them this or i should have said that and honestly like you can still say those things they're still gonna hear you mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so, take that regret and or that you should have done use that to learn from use that to learn for that you're that you're with now in your life to tell them that you appreciate them and you might be like i feel like i tell these people like so much that i appreciate them well you should though because a lot of times you shouldn't assume that someone knows like how you feel or that you appreciate them or that you're proud of them or different things like that because you don't know what's going on on the inside of them that they could be thinking like you know i'm not doing anything right that you know there's a lot of like mental attacks that come on people mm-hmm. to really get them down. So you never know something just saying like, you know, I'm glad that you're my friend or, or something. I'm glad like that. you're here with me in this moment. Yeah, like how much that means to people. Are you are you glad you're here to hang out? Because they like could that. be thinking like, well, why am I even here? Like nobody wants, you know what I mean? Yes. And there's two sides to that too, but at the same time, you should always make sure that you're telling people in your life like. How you appreciate them and mm-hmm. being there for them. Find peace. Go to some healthy places. Go to the park. Go mm-hmm. to church. Get out around people. Do some healthy activities. Get around the right people. Get around happy things. Watch a good movie. Don't be around sad music. Sad yeah. people. Have a good time. Enjoy your life. Take this this precious life you have and make something of it. Don't be stuck where you left that person at the grave. Mm-hmm. Live on. They would want you to live on. Yeah. And just love life. And that's just the main message of this. And I want 
hopefully we get some resources out to you all on the website mm-hmm. and you are able to obtain those. But hopefully this podcast helps and you all are able to have a discussion if yeah. you are struggling or have a discussion about death or something that's been bothered with somebody, with God, with your situation, with talking to yourself, with music, movies, yeah. do something. Just make a change to not be stuck where you're at. Yeah. So, yeah. Check out this podcast. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or our website. Listen, enjoy, listen to our past episodes, and talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. So, you all have a great day, and hope you all listen to more. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Brianna, for being on our, our no show. No problem. Thank you for asking It's a great subject. I've enjoyed and it. And I hope we helped you all. Yes, I hope that we did, too. Yeah. So, see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, hope you all enjoyed this week's episode of Showing Out with the Soul. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share with your friends, and tune in next week for an all-new episode.